Welcome to Kinky Healing, a show about love, lust, and intimacy. We're going to be talking all types of sex, from BDSM to tantric to dry humping, anal, vaginal, erogenous touching, masturbation, phone sex, and even role play. Honey, you can have it your way, and that's without judgment. Sex can be revealing, and baby, it can also be hip. So come on this journey with me, the sexual intellectual, and you are required to be all in your feelings during this podcast where we talk about kinky healing. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Kinky Healing. I'm your host, Dr. C.I., the sexual intellectual. And today, baby, we're going to be talking about sensuality, sensory play. So what does it mean to be sensual and play, baby? Welcome. Now, first, what I want you to do is a sensual meditation. I want you to take the time to find a comfortable place for you to exist, whether you are sitting, standing, whatever your body is capable of, baby. Find your place. Get comfortable. And if you want, I am highly, highly encouraging you to get naked. Make sure you are safe and in a comfortable place, and you are relaxed and feeling free, whatever that means to you. And your focus is with me and on your body. Now, slowly close your eyes and follow my breathing. You are going to inhale for one, two, Three, four, hold that breath, baby, for four, three, two, one. Now exhale for one, two, three, four. Now are you feeling yourself getting more comfortable as you breathe? Good. Let's open that body and that mind up a little bit more. One more time, I want you to inhale for one, two, three, four. Hold that breath for four, three, two, one. Now exhale for one, two, three, four. Now slowly but surely you are going to need something to touch. And if you are sitting and you don't have the capability of using your hands, I just want you to make sure your body is feeling something near it. But for those of you who are using your hands, I want you to take your hand and slowly put it in the middle of your forehead where your third eye is. Take your index finger and put that on your third eye. Yes, yes, yes. Are you with me? I want you to touch it gently. Or if you prefer to press it with a little bit of force because you like that kind of impact play, 
I want you to touch it with force. And then I want you to listen to the sounds of these moans. Listening to that moan, I want you to take your finger and slide it slowly down to your nose. And then from there, you're going to take five seconds to touch anywhere on your face that you want gently with just that finger. And I'm going to be silent while you focus on just rubbing your face. Yeah. Take that finger and slowly move it to your neck. And this time I want you to use two fingers. It can be the index and the thumb, or it can be the two fingers, the index and the pointer. And I want you to caress your neck and let that thumb join in. Take 10 seconds to just caress your neck. Appreciate your beautiful body. Now move that hand down to your chest. And this time I want you to use both hands if you are able. And if not, just visualize you touching yourself. And I want you to take those hands and I want you to rub them across your chest for the next 10 seconds. Ooh, it's getting serious. Play with your nipples. Do whatever you like, but use those hands. Now, I want you to slide your hands down to your belly button and slowly take all four fingers in that thumb and caress your root chakra slowly, slowly for the next few seconds. Now I want you to take your hand and slide it down to whatever it is that you have between your legs. And I don't want you to get yourself off. We're going to practice a little bit of discipline here. Because remember, the sensory play is all about tingling those senses. Not to get you to the end result just yet. We just want to heighten arousal. So move your hand over your private part between your legs. Slowly, slowly caress and rub gently for 10 seconds. If you need it to be more intense, practice it. And now I want you to take the next 10 seconds just to slowly bring your hand all the way back up 
in the same route that you came down until you get back to that brooch or to that third eye. And rub and caress that third eye once you get there. And remember to get ready to join me back here on this plane as you inhale for one, two, three, four. Move your hand. Hold that breath for four, three, two, one. Exhale. One, two, three, four. One more time. Inhale. One, two, three, four. Hold it for four, three, two, one. Now slowly open your eyes on your exhale for one, two, three, four. Beautiful, beautiful. Breathe slowly. Bring yourself back to center. It is great to be back here with you again, Kingsters. Thank you for supporting my podcast. Now let's talk about sensuality. First, you all know how I do. Let's define what sensuality is. Sensuality is literally your attachment to different forms of pleasure through your senses. That means it can be animalistic. It can be romantic. It can be all the things as long as it connects us with our inner impulses, right? What that means is that it makes us feel alive. It can be as simple as, for example, you walking, and do you ever get this sense of pleasure when you feel the sun hit your skin? Or it can be as intense as a piece of ice being rubbed across your nipple or a sensitive part of your body. That is sensation, that is sensuality. Now, often when we think about it as sensuality, what that means is that there's this delicate controlled incentive that is happening to your body because sensory play is often delicate. But again, kink starts to each his own and depending on what you like, it can be delicate or it can be somewhat intense. Remember to listen to my episode where I talk about safety and understanding the levels of what brings pleasure to people when you are practicing any kind of play. So when we think about sensory play and we think about what we're looking for, it's like you're searching for some sort of pleasure mentally, physically, spiritually, or emotionally, and or all the things. Now, what happens is that Sensory play often finds its presence in our own minds. And when it's in our minds, it stimulates our reward systems. And so we are feeling motivated like we want more of that reward, which is why we are often seekers of pleasure. It's the release of dopamine. It's the release of that hormone that is linked to your motivation, which is why when you experience pleasure, you want more. Do you understand that? Now, when you are often seeking sensual pleasure, here are some of the results broken down for you. Sex often becomes more intense because we combine sensation with some sort of power play. And what that means is when you are doing sensual play, 
there's a dominant and there's often a submissive. Now you can do sensory play with yourself. I'm not knocking you if that is your thing, but if it isn't and you're doing it with someone else, usually what should happen is that the sex should become more intense if it's being done right. Now, if you are a person who's kind of wired for kink and you're really into sensory play, you will often find great satisfaction in what it is that you're doing. Next is that you can see that sensory play can cause you to challenge your erotic boundaries. And what I mean by your erotic boundaries or your sexual boundaries is that if and when you are experiencing sensory play, you might start out with a certain tool or a certain level, which means from a pain level of a one to five, you start out with the one and then you are ready to get to a five. It's like when you are masturbating or if you are using a vibrator and it has different levels that bring you pleasure, the more that you use it, sometimes you will increase those levels. Well, the same thing happens with sensory play. If you are starting out, if you're a person that's new to it, you may start at a one and then eventually get to a 10. So just remember that it can cause you to challenge your boundaries the more that you start to feel pleasure because the more you want of it and remember that dopamine gets released, that adrenaline's rushing, you'll want more and you should, baby. Next is something similar to what I just said is that it triggers the feel-good chemicals that exist within your body. And last but not least, one of the things that I love to remind people is that sensual or impact play is a form of sensation that can happen when you are doing sensual play. And what this can do is ignite your masochist or your sadist side, just depending on how much you are into it. So remember that those are certain outcomes and results for sensory play. Now let's talk about the rules of sensory play. Because remember, as I told you, as a dominant and as a person who has submissives, there are certain rules that you should always abide by to make sure that you're safe and that other people are safe and you are receiving the outcomes that you want. Now, when you're thinking about doing sensory play, you need to have clarity around what your intention is. What that means is what is your desired outcome? What is the result that you want from sensory play? Are you just looking to seek pleasure and experience something new? Are you wanting to finish and have an orgasm at the end? Are you looking to please your partner? What is your desired outcome? And then the next is which position do you want to be in? Are you a dominant? Are you the person being submissive? Are you a switch and you like both? It's like, do I want to be teased or am I the person that is doing the teasing when it comes to sensory play? And then there's the polarity of reward and pleasure or punishment. Are you giving your submissive, the person that you are teasing, a reward or are you punishing them? What are the intentions around the kind of sensual play you are practicing with your partner? The next polarity that we explore is the soft and furry or the scratchy and prickly. What that means is, are you liking to go from soft to hard. And that's my recommendation as opposed from going from hard to soft when you are playing with different tools. So for example, this could be, are you using a feather or are you using a BDSM pinwheel? Do you know what I'm saying? And if you don't know what a pinwheel is, go ahead and look that up. But usually you want to start with soft and move to hard and then maybe even come back 
to a soft tool at the end, depending on what your submissive shows you gives them the most pleasure. Now, I also like to tell people if this is your first session or even if you're an expert in the session, it helps to keep it simple. You don't want to use every tool in your toolbox when you are doing sensory play with a person in one session because you don't want to overwhelm the body so much that it doesn't get to experience pleasure because you are switching it up. So maybe find one or two tools that you really enjoy, that the person really enjoys being touched with, and use those during that session. And then this is for the person who is in the dominant position. You have to be very aware and respond to what it is that your submissive shows you when they are receiving pleasure. So for example, what does it mean to have a certain level of movement? Is your partner squirming? How are they moving? How do you know that they're experiencing pleasure in some way, shape, or form? And then also moans. What does it sound like to moan for your partner or groan even and understand the difference between groan as if someone is in pain or a moan, which means that they are experiencing pleasure, but also a groan for some people could be a sign of pleasure depending on what level of pain they like. And then also use words. Have your submissive use words if you don't have a ball gag in that mouth or that person's mouth is not subdued in any way, shape, or form. Allow them to use safety words or words to show you that they're experiencing pleasure like a good, oh, yeah. All right. Now, when we think about different types of play, let's break down what those mean. The first one is sensual or sexual play. Now, sensual play is something that taps into your senses. Now, I'm talking about the five senses that human beings have, and I probably should have said that earlier, but I'm thinking that most of you understand if you're doing sensory play, it means that you're using all five senses, which is sight, touch, smell, hear, and taste. You know what I'm saying? So make sure that you understand that all five senses, if someone has them, should be ignited or whatever kind of senses a person has should be ignited. And with sensual play, one of the things that people I've seen use are food that can heighten someone's awareness, like smell, for example, and using a lemon or an orange in order to be able to entice your partner's senses in some way, shape or form. Now, also, you'll see people that go on a polarity of expressing light laughter or expressing some form of joy to people who are taking deep breaths and have very high arousal. So it just depends, again, on what those intentions are, but that's a form of sensual and sexual play. Now, another form of this is temperature, right? So types of play like temperature play are hot and cold or warm and in between. So for example, you may find that your dominant is using ice or candle wax or an ice pack or a heating pack. And they're using these things to explore different areas of the body that bring you pleasure. So for example, with candle wax, you may find more pleasure dripping it in the crack of your ass than down your stomach. It just depends on what you like. So just be mindful of where you have areas that you receive pleasure 
more than others and what tool brings you pleasure in those areas because it's okay to switch it up, but you have to know your body and what it is that you like, kinksters. The next is putting someone in a trance, like a sensory deprivation or sensory overwhelming, which means the senses that you have in your body are so overwhelmed that they just don't know what to do, right? And so when you are putting someone in a trance, like using meditation, et cetera, in order to enhance erotic pleasure and the senses, this is possible. And a lot of tools that people use to do that are playing erotic music or tantric music, playing with breath, doing a blindfold silk ties to enhance the trance that someone is in. So remember that trance is a form of sensory play. The next is impact play, which is physical or psychological. And you can use your hands, for example, in impact play. Now, for a lot of doms, this is their default or our default, which is to use like whips, paddles, flogs, canes, wooden spoons, etc., in order to show some form of physical power um, over your submissive, even erotic tickling is a form of impact play, okay? So those are the four different types of impact play. And I've given you some content about where to start and what to play with, baby. And just some rules for you kinksters as you go to explore your sensual side. Remember to always check in with your partners and that you never want to be violent or abusive and vulgar in any way, shape, or form, unless that's what brings that person pleasure. But violence is usually not what brings people pleasure. But I'm not judging if that's your thing, baby. And don't forget also that there are games that can help you get started. I remember when I was first exploring kink, me and one of my partners at the time used dice, where you roll the dice where one dice has a body part and the other part has an action. It's a great way to do sensory play to get you started. If you're shy, you don't want to talk about it, etc., or you're a pro when you're dealing with someone who's shy, or they're into those dice or just different games that allow you to play in touch with the senses. So once again, this has been an episode of Kinky Healing. I am Dr. C.I., and I hope you learned something sexy and kinky today, kinksters. Mm. Until I see you again, take care of yourselves, your bodies, your soul, and other people who want to do the same for you. Have a great day. This has been another episode of Kinky Healing, where we hope King made you think. Have a great rest of your day.